0: Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast hosted by Zoe, Katie and Sinead We are here with a very special guest, Brian Carroll You may know him from his hurling career with Offaly, his podcast A Hurler's Life Or he may have been your maths teacher Um, Why did you decide to retire from hurling? Uh, I suppose I was starting to come towards the end of my career Um, I knew I had another few years left but uh, I suppose I was still hurling well and I decided to go out while people still kind of wanted you on the team. I seen too many of my former teammates like Tommy Welch and Owen Kelly and Henry Shefflin um, probably play for a year or two too long and then by the time they finished up they were only being subs and they were getting frustrated at being a sub because it can be very hard to turn into being a sub when you're after being starting all your career and that gets very very frustrating and you can lose probably a little bit of love for the game so I didn't want that to happen to me. Um, How do you feel about retiring from Offaly? What have you been doing to do to pass the time since? Yeah, look, as I said, I I probably retired a couple of years early. I I would have liked to probably play for a little bit longer in one sense, but I was very happy with my decision. Um, Sure, I went back and I played with the club. Um, I've been playing up to this year as well. So I've had eight years with the club since. Really, really enjoyed it. Probably played some of my best hurling uh, with the club since I retired from Offaly because I haven't had the same pressure. And I suppose I've now branched into coaching as well and uh, on the radio doing the co-commentary. So I've had plenty to keep me going. Um, what was your most memorable moment during your hurling career? We definitely went in the Leinster final with my club, Kuleri, in 2011. Uh, we beat Olaert de Bala in the Leinster final, and that was just a special day. I'm lucky enough to win five county championships with Kuleri. There's the There's the bell. Uh, <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have won five county championships with Culleri, but definitely winning the Lancer final is is the, the best moment of all time. What influenced you to start a podcast? Uh, I was listening to some podcasts, uh, particularly Jamie Carragher's one, um, The Greatest Game, it was called, where he, inter- he interviewed uh, soccer players that he played against um, himself. And then I just thought, God, that would be a great idea to do with hurlers. And I don't know, it just kind of steamrolled from there. I did some research and you know, found out how to record the podcast and did some research with people, what they'd like to hear, etc. And then I just said, Do you know what, it, let's record a few, see how it goes. And if it takes off, great. And if it doesn't, so what? So that's what happened. Um, who has been your favourite guest you have ever had on the, your podcast and why? Ooh, that's a hard one to choose now, to be fair, because everyone has such different stories and they kind of... They'll give you different snippets and they'll have different answers, even though, you know, I have some of the standard questions that they all answer. But I suppose John Milan got it kicking off for me. John was very honest. We probably saw a different type of John than we expected. John's a very jovial character, kind of seen as a guy that's great crack. But he was probably very, uh, very serious in the way he took the, took the interview and it really set it off rolling. So I suppose the first one. Um, do you listen to many other podcasts to get inspiration? Uh, as I said, that was the one that got me started. Um, I liked uh, Darren Garrity's one at the time as well, "Laughs Your Life," and um, the last couple of years I really like the two Johnny's podcasts. I love that for a laugh, and Hector, Tommy, and Larita's podcast, the THL one. And lately, then I've got into the Joe Broly one as well with Dion Fanning. Um, but generally, I like to listen to podcasts that will give me a laugh more so than sports, even though I had a sports podcast myself. Um, why did you become a teacher? And is it what you expected it to be? Uh, I became a teacher probably because I mixed my two favourite subjects, PE and maths. That was probably the main reason. I uh, didn't think I'd end up teaching, but then uh, it just kind of ended up that way. I went back and did my PhD and went lecturing and left teaching to go lecturing and sometimes thought I wanted to go do that. But actually, you know what? I really like teaching now. Um, it's great. I love uh, having a bit of banter with the... With everyone, all the students, and with the teachers as well, and you know, being able to take the hurling teams and go off on trips, all those sort of things, kind of, it gives a lot of variety. And as I said, my two favorite subjects in P and Maths are particularly like like the Maths. And you know, there's great variety here days, and there's great crack to be had. As I said, with the students and with the teachers, once you don't take it too serious, um, you know, and don't get too stressed. So yeah, no, I really enjoy it, and you know, I'm I'm looking forward to staying here for many more years. Do you prefer teaching junior cert or leaving cert maths? Definitely leaving cert. Particularly leaving cert higher level. Um, Love that. It's stimulating for me as well. Um, Like the challenge of it. You know, every every class and every grade, you know, whether it's higher level or ordinary level, have their challenges. I probably teach the the different levels and the different year groups differently. Um, And try and just motivate students as best they can. I know maths is not for everyone, so... You know, I'm very conscious of that and I try to make it enjoyable first and foremost and you know, we worry about grade secondary. Um, do you think too much importance is placed on the Leaving Cert? Um, I suppose they're finding it better to strike the balance now. Um, I think there's probably too little importance now on the Junior Cert. We've probably gone too far with that and I suppose it's such a big jump now to the Leaving Cert. I think that is where the issue is arising um, because the Junior Cert has been probably watered down too much. Um, and then it's a massive jump to the Leaving cert and it seems to be like uh, people feeling that they're under too much pressure and under too much stress when the Leaving cert has not changed a huge amount over the last 40, 50 years so everyone else was able to get through it in the past I've, there's no reason why people can't get through it now Thank you for listening to our podcast Thank you <laughs>